Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. If you're the Grill Economist, we have with us the man of the hour who needs no introduction at this point is the one and only Jet Blake. Jet is with us, and he's going to be breaking down the absolute fringe, the absolute limits of reality itself. We're talking about the outer limits. You can catch Jet. He's always hanging out over at the Discord. If you need to get onto the Discord, just contact CJ, CJ at roguenews.com. And with that being said, gentlemen, good Monday morning to all of you. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yes, yes. Good morning, guys. How are you? Jet, what's going on? How are you? I'm uh, I'm tired. I had a busy weekend. You know, I use the illustration because it does kind of have a gorilla reference. I'm busier than a one-armed chimp in a banana peeling contest. I think it's, uh, you know, I'm a, it's a race against time. I'm trying to get a, a certain level of autonomy. Yeah, I'm trying to get off the grid. I'm, I'm building a high tech greenhouse of my own design. And uh, oh, I don't know if I told you this ba- back in the day when I first real quick, I don't want to bore, bore the audience, but this background might help. My first degree was a chemistry degree. I graduated early from high school, got my chemistry degree, played hockey, uh, got drafted, played hockey for a number of years. Uh when, when I was kind of booted out of hockey, they didn't renew my contract. I bought a construction company in St. Louis and uh, did that f- for a number of years and then went back into science, got another degree, environmental science degree, became a research scientist. But that period where I was in construction, bought that uh, company in St. Louis, expanded that. I did uh, commercial construction, but there was a, a special custom home division in, in I built these real expensive multi multi million dollar homes back in the nineties, and uh, it was ICF construction, insulated concrete form. They're those uh, like styrofoam blocks you stack like Legos with reinforced rebar, and you pump the concrete in them, and that's the the wall structure. Uh, these custom homes that, that I got notif- notification <clears throat> and, and did the bidding. These homes were uh, fire resistant tornado resistant, hurricane resistant, uh, bullet resistant, up to 50 caliber bullets. Uh, And then we built high-tech safe rooms, like kind of secret vaults in a way, and then uh, sophisticated uh, greenhouses. And I used all my my technology and my uh, science background because these people wanted to be somewhat off grid or where they could stay in their home for months and not have to leave, but you wouldn't know it. They, they were in these ritzy subdivisions, like along a golf course, gated mm-hmm. communities, but they were like a self-sustained bunker within these high end homes. And um, I, I, I'm just throwing that out there. But anyway, the, that technology I'd used o- over the years, I'm finally starting to build my own um, greenhouse. And, and I use uh geothermal piping and then there's not this show but i'll get into it and especially next two episodes because i'm going to focus on either solutions or like what am i what i'm doing based on what i see's coming and it might not be for everyone but instead of focusing on the troubles because i think we definitely have troubled times now and uh in, in the future I want to also next two episodes talk about some solutions or at least what I'm doing. Now, it might not be for everyone, but at least I'm throwing it out there as free advice. But in the greenhouse, uh, it has uh, geothermal plumbing 
And typically, if you go around 12 inches deep and you run that, that will help keep soil temperature consistent for the roots. Uh, 12 inches is a good radiant source for year-round growing. And then um, I wire my, my greenhouse. I have wire and I run, if you run low voltage and you pulse it, like five, between five and seven volts at two amps, uh, you run that wiring through the soil and, and you pulse, pulse it, it really stimulates the growth. Uh, and then I use my uh, engineered energized water that I irrigate. And then it's, it's, it's like a tropical jungle. I mean, the, the benefits are off the chart. I was involved in, in a, project in in Egypt for example well I shouldn't have said that I'll, I'll scratch that I'll just tell you in private but anyway the uh, the technology is I think necessary I'll, I can give some some ad advice uh, on your show but also as you mentioned your your discord channel is really growing and we have a chance to go into more detail on, on discord sometimes in the evening or weekends and a lot of your Patreons ask questions and I'm, uh, you know, glad to help when we get on. And I don't know, sometimes there's 35, almost 40 people on, on discord, but I think uh, this information will be valuable that I'll be able to share at no charge, just trying to help the rogue news family because we're in a time now, I think we realize this and more so every, every week and month that goes by where we really need, a community, a family where we can help one another, barter, uh, exchange skills, ideas, help. Because if we don't pull together as a community and find like-minded individuals, maybe a, a family of the same mindset, we, we can't make it individually. We'd be picked off like a sniper would, would pick us off. We're, we're much better if we can band together, especially if we can find groups of 2030 uh, in, in close proximity. I, I think that's the key to surviving as opposed to trying to be a, well, what would be like a, like a Rambo solo character. I, like I can't do it. I, I would need help as well. And um, I think you're providing a platform where ideas can be shared. And then uh, the information, my career is shot. I mean, they, the reason why I bring this up is a lot of people say, well, I, you know what you're saying. I, I haven't heard many other scientists mention about this electromagnetic emitter that's in our solar system or about the pharmaceutical technologies, nano, which I'm getting into in today's show. And I, I try to let them know. I said, you do realize that the scientists know what I know, but I've made a decision which cost me my career. Six-figured income, gone, never, never coming back. Being able to, to be published and uh, reviewed. No grant offerings whatsoever. I'll get into that why, why I think that is uh, today. So, yeah, if, if you want to go out and start speaking like I'm doing, prepare to lose everything and never have a career according to this world's standards ever again. Well, most scientists know that's the hit that they would take. Well, they got families, they maybe have kids in private school, family members used to driving certain type of automobiles, going to certain restaurants, this type of vacation, and that's too high of a price to pay, so they keep quiet. So you're gonna, just because you don't hear a mass number of, of scientists stating this doesn't mean it's not true. It just means they're in a point in their life where their lifestyle, their family dynamics, their career, their ego is such that they're not willing to get train wrecked. And then there's a few Mavericks such as myself that said, you know what, I'm going all the way. I know I'm going to take a hit. I'm not going to recover, but I can't live with myself if I don't. Well, we're, we're just a handful. So it seems like it's, it's, a, well, this guy's kind of radical as information. No, the information's spot on. It's just, there's only a few people at a certain point in their life, they're willing to take the hit or they're willing to stand for something in their life or they've reached a certain level spiritually where they're like, you know what? I don't care anymore. There's much more involved in this plastic and leather world. Um, I'm going to take the hit. So I'm one of those. 
but the information's solid just because you don't hear 12, 20, 30,000 scientists worldwide saying it. That's just because the intimidation is so great. Oh, I've been rambling. Do you want to say something? Yeah, let's get into where we left off uh, last week. We touched base on a myriad of different topics here. What do you want to rip, start ripping apart right now, Jet, to, to get us into this? Well, uh, what happens is that people underestimate how advanced nanotechnology is. So they have ENM, so engineered nanomaterial. It's been in our food supply system for quite some time, and uh, there isn't any regulation. So engineered nanomaterials, there is nanoparticulates, there's nanopesticides, it's in uh, supplements, health foods, nutraceuticals, beverages. The nano size uh, encapsulated ingredients they use to improve taste, food stability, consistency, texture, one of the most common nanotechnologies that's been used for years is uh, titanium dioxide. So it's used in ice creams, uh, toothpaste, mints, and gum. It gives a yogurt. It gives that bright uh, whiteness if they want that white. But uh, they've really improved and shrunk the technologies down to where they can have biosensors. And... These, these biosensors are so small, they're like a biopolymer. So they're carriers, uh, liposomes, uh, Michaels, they're like in a colloidal solution. And um, they're able to uh, absorb into the body and get into intracellularly through the small intestine. And to, to give you an illustration, I think this helps. W what size are we talking about? Because we hear nanoparticulates or nanotechnology all the time. But a good visual is a nano is one billionth of one meter. Well, if you take in the United States, for example, football, NFL, is widely known. Many of us maybe have gone to a game or maybe a college. But if you take a typical stadium, let's say uh, an NFL stadium, Green Bay or Sh Chicago, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, a nanoparticular particle would be, say, the football. And the red blood cell would be the stadium itself. So think about that. If the, the stadium is the red blood cell. Then the football, like maybe on the 50-yard line, that's a nanoparticulate. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about we're talking about tiny microns. Right. And I have uh, on the <clears throat> screen share, whenever we switch to that, uh, I'll play a video. It's, it's a very good, it's nicely done. It's like a three-minute video. Yeah, we can pull that up right now if you, if you want. It's entirely up to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was done in August of 2020, so it's not that old. But uh, this video will, will help show how small they really have this technology. But there's uh, kind of scarier news after I play this video. CJ, would it uh, be ready for me to? Yeah, hit play. Play? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I think I did the sound share. These are the legs of a tiny army of robots. So small, they're dwarfed by a single cell. Oh, there's a lot of echo. There's a reverb coming through. Hit pause. 50 years development. Why is that happening? Siege, are you there? I think Siege just... He's going to go grab some water. Do I need to turn the volume down on my end, maybe? Yeah, I don't hear any volume issues. Uh, okay. Uh, um, there was echoing. Yeah, there was echoing. Hit play again, chat. See, CJ, let me know if you hear it. Okay. Microelectronics have given us a echo. Yeah. 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 Um, Jet, do me a favor. Um, sure. uh, just put the link to that video uh, in the private chat, and I'll do it on my side. 
probably something on your your sound card or something but if you could just share that link yeah just in the private chat and i'll grab it so then no i uh stop sharing the screen no you're okay i'll remove it you're good you can leave it there just put the link in and i'll grab it okay So you'll be able to play it on your end. Yep. Uh huh. There yeah, it's, it's, probably, the it's probably just something with th your sound card. It's, okay. it's bring it's duplicating the sound that you're. Okay, you want from the beginning? Yes. Okay. Here we go. These are the legs of a tiny army of robots. So small. They are dwarfed by a single-celled paramecium. Fifty years of development in microelectronics have given us a fantastic array of tiny computer systems. But that is only half the puzzle. A robot also needs to move. And now, researchers have created a brand new type of actuator which can do it, giving the tiny brains some brawn. Up until now, making moving parts at the micron scale has proven tricky. Conventional designs often don't function very well when they're that small, while others work but rely on mechanisms like magnetism which can't be easily integrated into existing electronic systems. But the new design, called a surface electrochemical actuator, can be fabricated using similar processes to those used to produce microchips. That means the tiny legs can be added directly to the devices that control them. To make the legs, a 7 nanometer thick sheet of platinum is coated on one side with an inactive material like graphene. The legs are then patterned using a technique called lithography, and the excess material is removed. In order to work, the legs need to be in water, but the concept is relatively simple. When a current is passed through the platinum, Charged water particles are attracted to the uncoated surface. The force of these particles binding to the metal creates stress on one side of the sheet and that is what makes it bend. By reinforcing sections of the sheet, the bending can be controlled more specifically. And voila, a tiny robot leg. The robots are equipped with two minuscule solar cells. By shining a laser on each one, researchers can create the voltage which activates the front or back legs. These new actuators allow the tiny circuit to move, and because they are created using the same well-understood manufacturing processes as semiconductor electronics, their production can be easily scaled, making millions of tiny robots at the same time. Swarms of robots so small that they can be injected through a hypodermic syringe, and collected using a pipette. Now, at the moment, they can't do much but their compatibility with existing microelectronics makes them versatile. In theory, new actuators based on these designs could be combined with more complex devices to carry out a whole range of more sophisticated tasks. The researchers have pointed to everything from fighting cancer to tackling crop pests. But that is decades away. Time will tell if these first small steps for micro-robots could be a giant leap micro robotics okay remember you said that that's decades away yeah no it isn't it's here no it's here okay so here's here's the uh this is a little little scary and and certain level of anxiety i apologize but we we have to deal with these issues and be sober about it this this is not kindergarten your audience. So I think the audience can handle it. NSM, nanostructural material. Nanostructural material is even smaller than the video CJ just played. Here's the situation. There is zero, there is no regulation anywhere on this planet, any country on nanostructural material. So nano, nanostructural material is in food and beverage it's in pharmaceuticals with zero regulation keep that in mind it's easy to get nanotechnology into our body we've heard years ago about the smart dust 
with the atmospheric uh, spraying. So we have nanotechnology in us, unfortunately. We've been breathing it and absorbing it through our skin, in particular, all since the 2000s. Uh, the nano dust or smart dust, funded by research grants by DARPA, is even more advanced than the 2000s. So it's in our body. It's very difficult to remove nanotechnology once it's in your body. We have thousands of radio and microwave frequencies that bombard our body every day. It's worse in urban areas than in a rural area. The nanotechnology enters our body, our bloodstream. It breaches the blood-brain barrier, and it now is integrating with our DNA. The National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences admit, quote, we know very little about their potential effects, referencing the nanostructured material. We know very little about its effects on human health or the environment. Engineered nanomaterials being used in pharmaceuticals, cosmetics, sunscreen, clothing, packaging, electronics, but we need to explore in more detail this emerging field. What that not that kind of like worrying uh, about the cattle after they've already escaped the pen? <laughs> so uh, they're admitting the fact that National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, that this technology is well on its way and being used, incorporated, in many aspects of our life, but zero regulation. And they see a need to explore the possibilities of affecting humans and the environment. Well, to me, it's a little too late. So what we what we have is that that video showed, since that video was produced, uh, they did a good job with the, the cameras and showing the actuators, but, V, you and I talked a few shows ago before we left on vacation. There, Samsung has produced, they're doing mass production. It's already started. Samsung's doing mass production of a three nanometer chip using the gate all around GAA technology. This is a type of a transistor technology where the three nanometer chip fits in those robots that you that was played in the video. And instead of the actuators of the leg movement, where they would have laser pinpoint on the front and back that would activate the arms for robotics, the actuators can be activated and they are activated through the 5G telecommunication system through microwave. So let, let me ask you this. You don't have to be a, an economic genius or a master's degree at a typical business school around the world. If Samsung has already started mass production of the three nanometer processor chip using GAA, gate all around technology, that means there's already a market and a demand for such chips. And any guess who the demand, who, who, who Samsung making all these chips for? Big Pharma. Oh, huh. wow, that didn't take you long, did it? Because Big Pharma loves us. They want to do what's best for us, Chad. <laughs> right. So on the episodes a while back, and then uh, when I do, uh, some of the, the videos when I got kicked off YouTube um, just before you did and did the radioactive banana uh, on Odyssey here and there. I talked about there's and it's already established. There's about 30 corporations that really will be running the world. It's already set up. It's it's it's. Uh, what's what's the, I don't even know if this is a word. Is it corptocracy? But anyway, there's 30 key corporations that are running the world. It's not independent sovereign nations. That model's long gone. So 
in in these 30 corporations filtering in these 30 you, you can bet is big pharma as you touched on it uh, quickly because because you understand what's going on here's the connection which how are we doing on time yeah we we're doing good here's the connection um I recommend maybe re-watching, or if you haven't seen it before, it was a while back, it was a movie called Minority Report. Had um, a Tom Cruise in it, I believe, Minority Report. You might want to yep. re-watch re that movie if it's been a while or if you haven't seen it. Uh, everything in that movie is actually uh, in op full operation right now. In, in another episode, I, I might talk about a particular scene in that movie, which is disturbing, but the physics is spot on. And um, maybe next week you can remind me about that. What I could do is see if I can find that clip and have CJ play it of, of that particular scene of the movie, which is disturbing. But uh, there's all indication this is exactly where they are right now. So if you watch that movie, it'll bring you up to speed. There's something called the Sentient World Simulation, SWS. It's a synthetic mirror that's set up through these supercomputers for AI. The Sentient World Computer is uh, it, it was developed in conjunction with the uh, Purdue laboratories with the synthetic environment for anal analysis and simulation, SEAS, S-E-A-S, synthetic environment for analysis and simulations. So the sentient world simulation is a synthetic mirror of the real world with automated continuous calibration with respect to current real world information. So the sentient world simulation provides an environment for testing psychological operations, PSYOPs. The military can develop and test multiple courses of action to anticipate and shape behaviors of adversaries, neutrals, and partners. So I think that's interesting terms that the military uses that this advanced computer system in AI can run simulations to predict predictive analytics of behaviors of adversaries, neutrals, and partners. What the sentient world simulation does is it can replicate financial institutions, utilities, media outlets, vendor shops, and it can apply theories of economics and human philosophy to predict how individuals or mobs will respond to various stressors. This computer, VNCJ, has been online for a number of years now. So what, what happens is there's, they've developed how, how can I put this? They, they've developed what we would call the real world that you and I interact right now when we go to get coffee or get our car repaired, shopping, we do some type of home improvement, our day-to-day -day functions, going to work, taking kids to school, soccer practice. This world has already been, and it's running in a parallel simulation with these supercomputers. And every human being has been assigned a, assigned a node in this AI virtual reality simulation. So there's a V, a CJ, a Jet Blake in this simulation. It's been running for years now. In that simulation, real-time data is being fed when, when you swipe your credit card or you order something online or text messages that's being sent, or what videos are being watched on any social media platform, 
what uh, Twitter, text messages, all is being fed in real time. And then in the this computer simulation, with our duplicate, they can run scenarios to see how is V, C, J, Jet Blake, how are we going to behave if situation A happens, if situation B, situation C happens. And they run these simulations and they're getting predictive analytics of what you and I would do if banks closed, if the grid went down for two weeks, if interest rates hit such and such, or if inflation hit this particular figure. They can run and in, in with, they're claiming right now, close to 96% accuracy, how you and I would behave based on these vectors, these criterias. Well, there's a commercial version of this software in, in these supercomputers, as I mentioned, uh, C, synthetic environment for analysis and simulation. The One of the main developers, uh, Keter, Ketervidi, who developed this, is available for corporations. So corporations can pay a fee to have access to these supercomputers to run this simulation. Uh, his company, I think, is called Simulex, S-I-M-U-L-E-X. So you, it's it's not cheap, but you can have access to this artificial intelligence, this supercomputer, and run scenarios on predictive analytics on individuals, ethnic groups, social groups, or even regions. Like, say, you, you want to see how Atlanta would behave, or the, or the Boston area, or Mexico City. It, you can dial it in very specific. Well, some of his biggest cust customers is the pharmaceuticals like Eli Lilly, uh, defense contractors, Lockheed Martin. But the U.S. government by far is the biggest client, and they have received the developers of the software and maintaining these supercomputers. They received millions of dollars in grants from the military, DARPA, and National Science Foundation. So here's here's the connection, and I'd like to get your thoughts on it. What I see that's going on is nanotechnology is so small now, since they were able to break the five nanometer barrier, now this can reach the, the brain, breach the blood-brain barrier. These nanobots are in our bodies. There's no way around it. But now, since Samsung is mass producing these nanoprocessor chips, this uh, they're, they're now interacting with the neural network. And they can send signaling through the telecommunication. They, they really are able to change humans, affect the DNA and the neural network. This is happening right now and we're seeing one of the main simulations that the computer has run is a pandemic scenario and we're, we're already seeing how society's being split and we've had uh, loved ones family members uh, very close friends workmates that have really shifted in their behavior that seems abnormal and and the connections being lost where we can't reach these individuals anymore, uh, they, they seem too far gone and they're, they're in a certain reality that no matter what type of logic or information or article or testimony or white paper or patent shown, they just cannot see what we see. And that's because this technology is already embedded. It's in full operation. It's being uh, mass produced and it's being initiated by the pharmaceutical industry. They're the ones that kick this off. I'll, st I'll stop there. Do you have some questions or comments? No, just keep, keep going, brother. You're doing good. <laughs> 
So the, I, I think what happens is the war, using those terms, is, is very graphic, but there is a, a, a war against humanity, but the war shifted. I, I think, now I could be wrong, so don't shoot me, but it's, I'm, I'm talking out loud, and really this show is kind of intimate with the Rogue News family. So I'm just, I'm talking to everyone out loud. I'm not claiming I know everything. How, how can I? I'm doing my, my best to pick out some of the best points of concern and, and share it with everyone. I think the old traditional model of, of the Pentagon, of the aircraft carriers, nuclear submarines, and your helicopters and missiles, I think that's old school, and that, that would be like the old Commodore 64 or the old pet computer or the first Atari games that came out. I don't think that that's really the war model anymore. If there's an $800 plus billion budget or it's a little over a trillion dollars a year between Europe and the United States, I think a lot of that is set up as a trough, a, a fund where everyone who's connected can dip into that fund for whatever reasons and uh, use that money how they see fit probably off books, but the, the real warfare is not really going to be the tanks crossing borders and helicopters like in Vietnam and Agent Orange. War has shifted now to nanotechnology and interrupting changing DNA and also interacting or interrupting the neural network to where they can beam thoughts directly into your consciousness and the technology is so advanced you and i won't be able to tell when we have thoughts let's say we have depression suicidal thoughts was that typically in the olden days was that an organic depression it could be due to uh, uh, metabolic chemical imbalance maybe not eating the right foods getting the, the right uh, nutrition not getting enough sunlight, that depression during the winter when you don't get enough vitamin D conversion? Or is this depressing suicidal thought been beamed directly into your consciousness? The technology is such, V and CJ, that you, you and I, we can't tell the difference anymore. So how do you know you're not being targeted or there's uh, a mass broadcasting that's an artificial thought, but it's being transfer it into your consciousness and then you're adjusting to that the best way that you can so the the, the weaponry in the warfare the warfare seems to be because if, if uh, the military industrial complex and darpa is funding these research we know darpa funded the uh, gain of function a pharmaceutical approach of messenger rna well they funded that with grants back 2009 10 11. What's the military industrial complex and DARPA funding pharmaceutical operating systems that alter DNA and then technologies like the sentient world simulation? That means warfare has shifted now to nano technologies, so small you, you can't even see, and coding or rewriting. DNA. This is way beyond even my pay scale as a research scientist. I have to read these papers. I have to read them sometimes two or three times. It takes me a while because there's certain words. I, I, I don't even know what that is. I have to look it up. And I'm traditionally trained as a scientist and with two scientific degrees. And I, I struggle through this. So I know Joe Sixpack is not going to read that. So if I try to take these articles and boil down on these shows and discussions on Discord, so that Joe Sixpack can understand what's going on. I don't know how to tell the population war has shifted at a nanoscale, a DNA scale, and also interfering with thought processes. How do you ward against that? I don't know any technology. There's nothing, for example, there is nothing that can stop once you've your DNA has been rewritten with a messenger RNA. You can't 
reverse that. That's permanent damage. The only way to reverse it would to have another injection that would program your DNA to stop the first program of the messenger RNA. Well, they're not, they're not giving any injections or there isn't any pharmaceuticals that have a stop command to undo what the first rounds of pharmaceutical approach and boosters. So uh, the technology is so advanced, there isn't any solutions anymore to like a natural path or alternative medicine or maybe traveling to Central America for a, a medical vacation and have certain therapies done. That's not available anymore. There, It's beyond, let's say, the, the good scientists. I, I'm, I'm part, part of that group. We don't have the technologies to undo where they are right now. It's too, too advanced. So that means... That means I don't have any answers. I had answers as far as the, even at a nano, but a size of a virin, which is extremely small, you're dealing with like four nanometers. The technology that I've developed helped at four nanometer level, but that was air and surface before it got on your skin or before you inhaled it. Now that they have technologies that once it's in your body, there isn't any technologies out there that can stop this agenda, zero. So. Is, is there any supplements that people could take? I don't know, you know, like maybe um, would like, you know, CJ has a powerful regimen where enough tequila can, you know, kill anything. It's one of the reasons why <laughs> that he, was, he was COVID proof because his blood alcohol volume was was could kill a horse. But and and unfortunately, some brain cells as well. <laughs> well, the thing is, the scientists are right, are right now studying CJ's uh, uh, incredible capacity to to hold uh, you know inhuman amounts of alcohol without it affecting his health detrimentally. So, do you think there's any sort of play, perhaps with alcohol or perhaps with CBD or or any any uh, natural uh, components that could uh, that can counteract some of this? <laughs> And of course, I'm joking on the alcohol part, but but on the more serious side of things, nutritionally, what can people do? Well, um, here here here's here's the sober reality, and I'm having difficulty. Uh, not to, I mean, to be honest, who who cares about Jet Blake? I don't even worry about me. It's but I have trouble. Uh, sleeping at night, and I, I thought, well, if I put my mind to it, I could be some type of superhero. I can solve things, and I can't. So I'm dealing with that emotional distress. The answer is no. Uh, proper nutrition, however, eating right and uh, exercising, uh, high, good quality, doing your research, supplements. Yeah, that's absolutely going to help booster your immune system, help with your uh, blood oxygen content, ha having a, a good microbiota in, in your gut with, with some real good uh, fermented uh, sauerkrauts and your yogurts, kombucha type teas and drinks. Absolutely. Never, ever stop doing that. But that will only buy you a certain amount of time. This technology is, is so evil that all the health food exercise and supplements is not going to reprogram the DNA and it's not going to get this nanotechnology that's already starting to bind to your synapses, your neurons and dendrites. It can't remove them. They're, they're locking in and they're hooking in. And what they're, what they're doing is they're going to start what, when you have the way we're designed, if, let's say it's early in the morning and all of us are looking at a sunset, there's a lot of complicated uh, chemical signaling and electrical voltage that we're translating a beautiful sunset through our eyes, stimulation and chemicals, and then our brain is creating the sunset. They have technology now that it's anchoring over our neural network 
to where they can block the sunset, even, even the experience of a sunset, and then they can transmit an, an artificial signaling and our brain will see something different based on what they're transmitting. So they've co-opted our ability for our uh, senses, whether it's sound, smell, taste, touch, or sight. They can override the natural signaling and artificially signal a sunset or a sunrise if they want. So there, there isn't any nutrition or any surgery or techniques to avoid this. It's this it's it's too far gone, which means <laughs> the, the the next two episodes is, is when I get into I don't know if, if you can't tell I'm ner I'm nervous right now on this show. Why are you nervous? <laughs> Cuz <sighs> It's nothing to be nervous about, man. Not on this program at least. Oh. Just Now if, if this was some show on CNN, then you know, you'd have a lot to be nervous <laughs> about and you know, well, if I was Chris Cuomo and uh, CJ was Don Lemon, then you know you'd be you should be nervous. <laughs> that's yeah, that, that's that's true. I uh, I think the problem is 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 I know enough uh, who, who I talk to and what I do for a living as a research scientist. I, I know enough that uh, <clears throat> this this agenda can't be stopped at a human level, and that's that's where I'm. I'm having um, difficulty dealing with that. So the, I think the Hail Mary pass is the, there's going to have to be uh, outside help. I can't do it, and, and there's only a handful of us worldwide. We're, we're being crushed. There's, we can't compete against the endless printing of trillions of dollars of central banks. And then these scientists who develop these programs and they're getting seven figure incomes. They have unlimited funding. They want to see their project advance. I, you can't stop them from their ingenuity and their imagination, but they outnumber us and they're, they're under the clutches of the dragon's wing, so to speak. So I think the only solution is there'd have to be non-human intervention. Uh, otherwise, there's there's no way out of this, and and I get teary eyed. But uh, if if the the solution's spiritual at a higher level, let's say a, a God, source, or creator, a divine, that's we're at this point, guys. There's there's no other way of of, of saying this. And I think what happens is, is as soon as I start talking about. We've lost this, the good scientists, um, this, this war, this battle. We're outnumbered. We're outfinanced. That it has to be at that level. Most of humanity doesn't want to hear that. They're, 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 wanting a, they're wanting a scientist to get on the airwaves and go, look, we've got this. Here's all we need to do is X, Y, Z. And, we, and when I say, no, that's, it's too late for that, I, then I can't reach the audience dwindles. So how, how do I how do I tell people that, that we've now advanced to where we're going to have to have non-human help and and make allegiances in a spiritual way to survive what's coming? I don't know how to do that, CJ and V, with, without literally. I think when I do that, I might have ninety people <laughs> that would that would want to hear that discussion. The masses are just. <laughs> Uh, I, I I can't reach the masses. I guess I just focus on what the ninety as an illustration. The ninety people. Yeah, that's all you got to do, man. I think that's you. You're not here to reach the masses. I'm not here to reach the masses. You know, so you're here to uh, reach out those who have a here. When we got three minutes, uh, let's uh, we could uh, you know you could touch base on them, and then uh, next week we could uh, fully flesh it out. I mean, you talked about. The only way out of this is a divine 
um, a, a divine escape plan, a divine uh, interdiction into the affairs of man. And I, I, I believe in that. I think, uh, you know, God, the creator is not going to sit around and allow his creation to be subverted, destroyed. And, and, and it's, uh, and it's very nature subverted. He's just not going to sit there idly by and let that happen. I think there is going to be a, a divine intervention at some point, you know, from quote unquote counter space into our realm and our reality. You know, I totally believe that. Yeah, I, I 100% agree, and I'm telling you, the audience right now, the technology is so advanced, and, and you're not going to hear about it, right? Because the damage is unbelievable, or including death. They'll, they'll take you out as a scientist. You'll never come home for dinner. Yeah, They are so advanced. This intervention, if it comes from counterspace, which I absolutely uh, makes sense, I'm telling you, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. What do I care? We're going to th see things popping at an unexplainable physics phenomenon because it's not coming from this human realm in the next two years. If it doesn't, none of us will be left. The original organic human will have been compromised even beyond our free will. So something... I've been going over this information and it's at an hour at a time and it's, I don't want to get to, I'm trying to hit like the cliff notes. I'm telling, listen, listen to me, audience. Something is going to happen next two years. It has to, because the technology, if it doesn't, we are not going to be human anymore. We're not going to be organic, connected to nature, connected to source. The technology is already on operation. It's already in place and we will no longer be human. So, yeah, it's got to happen next. I'm not, I'm not bringing up any, like, uh, at this point, scriptural prophecies or timelines. I'm just telling you where they are as far as the technology. Something, If we're going to be rescued, which I believe we are, it's going to have to be in the next 24 months, at least, this, this quick. So we're not talking 10, 30 years from now. <clears throat> so see the sense of urgency? That's yeah. why I think these shows are so important to to listen to and and – in the next couple shows, what I think, from my perspective, uh, how to survive this and what direction should be had, I think should be a very high priority for the listening audience. At, at least listen to it and absorb it. Think about it over the next weeks and a couple months. Digest what's going to be discussed and then make a decision. At least be fair to me in this information. Don't dismiss it right away. That's all I ask. Very well said. Chad Blake, thank you so much for joining us today. And folks, we'll be back next week with the Outer Limits. Jeff's gonna Jeff's gonna break down exactly the intradimensional counter space intrusion directly into planet Earth in order to save all of creation. And with that being said, CJ, take it away. We have Harley Schlanger coming up next. <laughs>